Welcome to our Tignum Thoughtcast, where we dig deeper into an array of sustainable human performance topics. I'm Scott Pelton, our Chief Catalyst at Tignum, and I'm sitting here today with Tignum co-founder and our CEO, Yogi Ripple. Today's Thoughtcast is going to be our final publicly available Thoughtcast. After this, we're going to move it behind the paywall into our bold circle, which we'll talk a little bit about today. But today we want to reflect a little bit on what we've learned from our main from our many thought casts and also what's inspired us to take the next big leap, which is our bold circle. So Yogi, welcome. Thanks, Scott. Hey. I'd love to just jump right in and maybe just a little nostalgia ask you, why did we even start the thought cast in the first place? Well, if if you look back, uh, you know, at Tignum, we always produce content. So we always did a lot of research. We always try to find like what's the latest, what's edge, what, what would help our clients um, to become more or better sustainable human performers. And I can't actually remember when we started writing thoughts, right? Not thought cast, like our first thoughts, like printed in a blocks type of, of way. And um, so I think we did that. We started, I think, 15 years ago and we covered so many topics. And I remember we also actually produced like a book with our first hundred thoughts. And uh, and I remember at a certain time we said, like, why don't we just also involve others? Why don't we hear directly live from from our clients? And so that's why we said, why don't we do an audio version? Why don't we do like a little bit of an interview type of thing? And that's where the thought casts were like born, where, you know, we brought in lots of different people, um, some experts from our team to discuss topics. But then also to, you know, we brought in clients um, who shared their stories. Um, and that's basically the why we're behind it. So we want to extend more or less like, you know, what our clients and our audience can take away. Yeah. And I think those takeaways have been profound for us and for our listeners. The concept of personal readiness, you know, this idea that how we show up really makes it a difference in the impact we can make. And we saw it everywhere from Jeff Rosenblum talking about how he overcame uh, Epstein-Guillaume syndrome and the, and the horrible kind of experience that that was, but shifting his mindset to be an energy multiplier, even in that horrible situation. And then all the way down to you know many others that talked about how to create the perfect vacation or Rosalind Williams talking about the, the idea of coming to work every day and being faced with a challenge that she had never faced before. And so I think, you know, the takeaway that I have from having done now, I believe we did the Thoughtcast for four years and you're spot on. We've done Tignum Thoughts now for 15 years is sharing the stories from our listeners, our clients, our coaches to help people be able to develop their own personal readiness. So the question would be then, it's been a great conversation and I think our listeners have, and our clients have really enjoyed it. Why then are we taking it away? Why are we sunsetting it and moving towards this next version of the bold circle? And maybe even start with why Why are we creating the bold circle? Because I think this is something historically that we've been really good at, Tignum, is thinking ahead and thinking forward and trying to get out of the normal noise that people are under and actually give something that's meaningful. Um. So the... The reason why we started this this bold circle is actually like 
you know, we, we had lots of discussions, what's actually happening in the world. And, and I think we all know, like the last three years made quite a change on, on the world, right? So the world is, is not easy. And as we all know, it also won't get easier. Um, in a way, all the challenges that, that we face, they're all complex and there are not like easy solutions, simple solutions out there. At the same time, we feel a little bit that there's a, the degree of numbness has a little bit increased. Also, if you look at our data, when we start working with people, I mean, the, the numbers are not getting better. So personal readiness is not there. And, um, you know, so this is a, it's a kind of a, a strange cocktail. So on the one hand, the world is not where it should be, or it could be much better. On the other hand, people, you know, struggle to have bandwidth and to dive into those complex topics. So that's why we said, wouldn't it be, I mean, right now, what, what the world needs is more boldness and, you know, more courage and it needs game changers. And, you know, we need to explore all those exciting opportunities which are ahead of us, but it feels like a lot of people are just exhausted, overwhelmed at the moment with what they already have on their plate. And so we thought, you know, we need to, do something different here and we need to find something where we can help help people prepare them inspire them enable them and have good conversations about that topic and so the idea was like why don't we bring you know in a thought cast we just interview people but why don't we make this more like active interactive that everybody can participate can also design the future of this whole circle and that was more or less in in a nutshell why we why we created it it is amazing when you think how much information is out there from the time we even started our Tignum Thoughtcast, probably I would say podcasts have increased by 400%. So there's more content out there, more noise. There's some really, really good ones, but what there isn't is a really deep discussion on what to do with the information and how to customize it for yourself or how to just be bold like you were saying and do bold projects. At the same time, there's more mental health programs. Um, there's more well-being and meditation and, and uh, mindfulness programs. And yet there's no decrease in mental health in you know mental illness. There's no improvement in personal readiness. And I think you're spot on when you say, you know, here we realized we needed to do something different. And one way to do it different was rather than to have something that people would just listen to was actually something that people could participate in. And that's not available in, in a thought cast anywhere. And so I think this was part of part of the idea. So one of the things I'd love to ask you is, you know, you know, what does it mean to do a bold project? What does it mean to be bold in your opinion? Well, bold in my view, um, is is almost it's an attitude right so it's it's philosophically you can almost say it's a spark that has potential to ignite change or inspire others um and you know being bold is also that you constantly evolve you are trying to never settle for the status quo and you embrace growth so bold is not rah-rah and uh doing like outrageous things i mean it could be that you obviously do like moonshot projects and stuff like that but you know there there are so many areas in this world and so many jobs and projects also like things like in in private life like you know for instance um raising a kid as a single mom is a bold project in in in, in my view so it's it's basically like you know as i said you know 
something where it ignites change and you know it's also where you're willing to maybe think a little bit different and have those those kind of you know deeper conversations and uh, where you have maybe also debates where you you know you dive into nuances because this is also you know that's missing a lot at the moment it's a lot of things are a little bit religious and in you know they're you know having an opinion and you can't often or people don't exchange um, in different views and, and try to figure out like where is this all heading and what are the benefits for us right and um, so you know and just maybe I want to just make a quick comment about what you said before also about the thoughtcast what what also stood out for me is like how humble and open and um, you know people were in sharing I mean you mentioned Jeff and, and his illness and there were also like some other uh, topics so those are the things we also want to try in bold like to have those kind of humble open conversations how can we you know in a way redesign what it means to be human nowadays while you're still accomplishing bold projects and moving the needle and I think there's not enough discussion especially if you look at now with with AI and and all this discussion about chat GPT, I mean, we know for sure that, you know, the, the, the number of content produced will increase significantly, right? Um, but, you know, is also the number of good discussions increasing and, and we have doubts and questions. And that's why we said, you know, we need to set something next to it and something different. Yeah, I think what part of our challenge was this fine line that we wanted to walk between exclusivity meaning that we didn't really want to include people who just want to be mediocre or don't care about making a bigger impact in the world. But at the same time, to add an element of inclusivity, which was where people could come and learn how to be, how to do bold projects, how to take on these types of things and, and actually embrace the, the potential that they have in themselves. And I think your differentiation was really good, which was it's not about launching a rocket to Mars, that is a bold project and takes bold people, there's no doubt. But it could be sometimes the simple things like we mentioned, you know, getting ready to go on vacation and be fully present and really impact your family or making a career change. You know, we're going to have Deb Bub, one of our founding members, she's going to talk about after years and years of being an HR leader in multi-billion dollar companies, being in charge of leadership development in some of the biggest tech companies in the world. And now she's decided to go back to her roots, which is she's a psychotherapist, but she's always had a passion for art and creativity. And that in today's world, those things are falling off. And it wouldn't it be a great value if we could figure out how to bring creativity back in our discussions, in our way to step outside of our biases, in a way to grow personally. And so that's an example of a bold project, making a huge career change and taking a completely different direction. People wouldn't think of that. So, so I love that. You know, I think that's, that's great. If you, if you let me jump in here, like, I mean, what we, we're also trying to do obviously is, is it is on the one, on the one hand, a powerful exchange where we also learn about how others are approaching this and what are some of those, you know, interesting things and they're working on and how they're doing it. But we also want to actually integrate the human performance side, like, you know, um, because being bold and sometimes being courageous is exciting, but sometimes it's also challenging and can be exhausting. So how do you actually approach it 
um, from a human performance side, um, which is complex and it's very personal. So we want to combine those two things together. And I think that's also the, the uniqueness of it, right? So hearing inspirational stories, how others do it, but then also be very pragmatic with precise tools and strategies to make it happen and to support others and to increase the quality. I mean, you mentioned personal readiness before, you know, the super headline above everything what we do is obviously sustainable human performance. And then basically, you know, the personal readiness, how you think, how you show up and, you know, to create impact. And so we're going to combine all those kind of things together in a very pragmatic um, way. And, you know, ideally, you know, very honest, no sugar coating, no self-promotion, no fluff. So, I mean, this, this is the aspiration we, we have for this um, kind of new projects we're trying to do. In many ways, it's a very unique networking because we're not networking just to meet people it's an idea sharing um, and learning. I mean, if we look at just a couple of our founding members who have already shared some of their projects, Laura Penhall shared how she chose her team to do a world record breaking row across the Pacific Ocean with four women. Never been done before. And everyone would think, well, you're rowing this boat 24 hours a day for nine months you know, you must be picking the best rowers. And she shared with us how important mindset was and a person's emotional intelligence and their ability to deal with adversity and to be adaptable. And that she found that you could teach not anyone to row, but you know, the rowing, the physical part was actually the easiest part. It was the mental and emotional challenges that you needed to have the skills to deal with. That was fascinating to me. I don't know if you thought, thought the same. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at, I mean, we started now with a group of founding members. So we, we handpicked 20 people who come from a huge variety of, of backgrounds. I mean, we have corporate C-suite people in there. We have entrepreneurs. We have people from pro sports, from special forces. You just mentioned Laura from expeditions, right? We also have leaders from nonprofit um, in there. And, and that's the goal, like this kind of asymmetric group of, you know, interesting people, you know, with one background. I mean, they, they want to look at this thing differently and they want to move the needle. And, uh, and so this is like, the, the, the great thing to hear from that. And what we're also trying to do is obviously that everybody who joins this can participate, can actively participate in that because today we don't know how this bold circle will look like next year. And, you know, we, we basically want to make this very fluid and go where, yeah, the members want to, um, yeah, what the needs are and where they want us to, to take it. And this is, this is, again, it's, I think it's, it's very unique and it's it's very unique in in a way. I mean, we talked before about like that the world is not that easy at the moment, right? So, and we have no idea where the future will be. But in a way, I can't remember who who said it. Whether it was Peter Drucker or actually Abraham Lincoln, but you know, I think the quote was like, you know, the the best method to forecast the future is actually by designing it, and that's what we're trying to do with with also with those kind of conversations. So true. So, do you think that being bold or bold is a destination, an aspiration, a journey. How would you describe it? I think it's 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 an attitude. I mean, it's it's all of that. What you said. It's it's probably not a destination because it's always work in progress, right? So that's why I I look at it more as an an attitude, and an attitude of, you know, as I as I mentioned, like you know, personal growth and professional growth, because if you constantly do this and and improve and pick those kind of things. I mean, then 
I would almost say automatically some bold stuff comes out. Um, that that would be my take on it. And just in case people don't know, one of the things that we're doing that's unique is what we call round tables. So imagine a table that we're all sitting around and you have obviously a facilitator and you have a guest and that guest could be a member sharing their story. It could be an expert. Um, it could be a scientist. It could be anything. And then the other people around the table are all the members. And so we have this open conversation where everyone gets to learn. And that's been one of the cool things is to see when members get to ask questions Many times they ask questions in a direction that we even at Tignum would not have thought of. And that's where I felt so far this bold circle has, has really grown and grown and grown. In the session with Penny Heaton, who started the Gates Medical Research Institute and was employee number one in the CEO, you know, she shared some of the challenges of trying to grow an organization in a world where you're in a fishbowl with so many different constraints and then COVID comes and they get tasked with trying to help find the cure and most important to be able to get those cures or those treatments out to third world countries. I mean, and, and then we immediately get one of our other members jumps in and says, I know someone who's starting another type of foundation to actually save lives from fires. He needs to hear this. And that was the kind of stuff that we loved was being able to transport a learning from one bold project and take it into a completely unrelated different project and have an impact. And I think that's, that's the future that we, we kind of see in it. So let me ask you, Yogi, you know, imagine the world in 2025 and AI has obviously evolved. We're probably then at chat GPT eight or wherever. I think we're at four today. Do you think sustainable human performance and personal readiness will become obsolete? No, I definitely, I, I definitely don't think so. Um, you know, because it it is a it is a topic that is the is a foundational topic, right? Everything is built on it. So every behavior, your performance, your output, you know, is dependent on on that topic. I mean, will ChatGPT and whatever is coming? I mean, it's it's just obviously one service, and there are many services out there. Will they support that? Yes, for sure, right? I mean, um, will there be coaching supported by those kind of tools? You know, most likely, there, there there's no doubt about that. And uh, but will it make obsolete and what we do? No, not at, not at all, because it is it's also required is this personal touch, this this kind of interaction, this. Yeah, this kind of human element to it. So that's why we also said, like, you know, redesign what it means to be human while accomplishing both projects. And um, I mean, from what we've seen so far, I mean, we, we we doubt that this can be replicated on a pure digital point of view. And that's exactly also, you know, also one of the reasons why we are starting this now, not just to produce content, because producing content is easy, but to have those kind of deeper conversations, to have those kind of open and humble conversations and then connecting it to you know the challenges and how to solve them from a, from a human side because you know as i said we're, we're all human so you know we all have our struggles we all have our i just heard the term life quakes what what's you know where we have like some you know some little breaks or issues also on the personal front which which is totally normal we go through them and um so that's why i would say i mean clearly not i mean how do you see it I, I'd agree with you. I think 
the need for humans to be more human is going to be even more pronounced. And the reason for that is because there's only so much that AI and machine learning can do. But the curiosity, the creativity, the human connection, the energy multiplication, the belief building in each other to help each other build their self-belief and to take on bold projects, AI can't do that. That's going to need humans. And I think, to be honest, and you and I would probably agree with this, in the 18 years since we met and we started Tignum, a lot of stuff has been systemized around performance in the business world. And the part that still is lagging so much is the human performance side. And it's been easy. It's almost easy to kind of clean up your supply chain in so many different, using that as an example in so many different areas. It's much more complex to help humans be be bold. And I hope that in our bold circle, we can we can help the world do that. Yeah, you could even go a step further that in organization, you know, the organizations are driven also by innovation. So constant innovation. If you look at the companies we work with over the last 17 years, tremendous innovation happened. Like, you know, products they brought to market, way of working they they do, the, the, the thinking um, they had. But what what's baffling is like in, you know, I always challenge, like when we have meetings with chief HR officers, we always challenge them and say like, where has been the innovation on the HR side, right? Because there's none, um, you know, a remote work, what we do right now, it's, it's a side effect or was pushed by a pan pandemic, but it was not like a real thought through a strategic approach. And I would say we're still in this crisis after behavior without having fully cracked the code yet. Right. I mean, probably nobody, but, or even you take payroll outsourcing or putting stuff in the cloud. I mean, that's not innovation. It's, it, it is actually quite fascinating that, you know, if you, if you look at that that topic and human performance in organizations, it always solves with programs. I mean, it seems to be there's just one hammer. The hammer is called programs, and the hammer is put on on everything. And and it, it's missing this conversation. How can we do things actually differently? What are other options? What are maybe better options? Which are what are more current options and you know more impactful options? And this is also what we're trying to do now, obviously in bold to have those kind of conversations because it's it's timely. It is. Again, still shocking that over seventy years since we have since we're doing this, that we haven't seen any major innovation around that topic, which is the core of every business, because business is done by people. You know, decisions are made by humans, innovation is done by humans, implementation is done by humans, and still there's no innovation. It's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. In fact, if you took HR human resources which will be renamed, there's no doubt, but that doesn't make it any more innovative. The whole concept of individualization has been missing. The idea that even on a team, you know, you and I have talked about this so much, on a team, you have a team of 10 people. They're very diverse, you know, from their sexual orientation to their background, to their education, to their experience level, to everything. And yet they're somewhat treated the same. They're taking through the same program as if they're all the same. And one of the things we've learned in our interactions and in our coaching is how on a journey where a team, let's say, has a product launch that looks like, oh, here's the set dates and here's the milestones. But even on that journey, each individual is on their own journey. And I love that term life quakes that you threw out just a couple of minutes ago. They're dealing with those life quakes 
um, you and I, I mean, if we, as we've aged, we've dealt with it, you know, parents passing, illnesses, friends passing, you know, losing friends, gaining friends, like everything changes, family growing up, like life just changes so fast. And so the idea that you can just have a program that can solve that is insane. And both of us, I think, have been frustrated by so much, not just HR, so we don't want to pick on HR, but so much of the business world is so reactive and so little proactivity, so little innovation and creativity into creating a new workforce, creating a better way of being productive and making an impact. I mean, even the conversation you and I started with many, many years ago, trying to help people shift from thinking about being busy to making an impact, how hard that is to make that shift. It sounds good, but then everyone goes back to being busy, busy, busy. And you see that post-COVID, just calendars are, are ridiculously full. And I would say impact is low. But, you know, it, it's exciting to, to have those conversations. And I'm pretty sure there will be new solutions coming. And so this is what's, what's so fascinating, right? I mean, on the other side, we also know, obviously, usually like the, the cool innovation usually comes from people in their 20s and 30s. And, um, you know, when they develop those tech things, and usually it also comes along with a kind of a capital rich environment where, you know, the dollars can put in. And, uh, and since the world is changing, those conditions are not longer there anymore at the moment. So who knows where, where this will lead to, but, um, I'm still super positive about like what, what's coming. We're just, you know, having this kind of dent after this three years of, of like, you know, after Corona and then all this multiple poly crisis. And uh, at the moment with this AI tsunami that's in progress, that's coming at us, it's like, you know, it, it is fascinating, it's exciting. It will change a lot, but um, it will also help a lot. So it, it, is, it is fascinating. And, and that's why, again, coming back to just if we had like, if we have better conversations, deeper conversations, more nuanced conversations and more creativity, or as I always call it, pragmatic creativity, um, you know, lots of great things can happen. And we just need to get that going and put that more on the forefront to overcome this little, you know, numbness, or as we call it, you know, this comfortably numbness, what, what we see out there. If our bold circle is any example of that, just looking at the members and the conversations that we've had already, I would agree the future actually looks super bright. So just to wrap up, Yogi, how if people want to move from listening to our ThoughtCasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, if they want to join the bold circle, join the bold conversation, how do they find out about it? Well, I mean, we, we have a website um, called b-ld.com. Um, there you, it's kind of an entry point. Um, people can also reach out to us directly and we guide them, we put them in connection with our team who, who run the, the circle. Um, I think those would be basically the two best ways and fastest way to, to learn more about it. So from my side, thank you for all your innovative thinking. And thanks to the listeners who have followed us on the ThoughtCast. It's been really fun facilitating the discussions and learning so much along the way. But like you and I would say, this journey has just begun. And the future is going to be exciting and the bold circle is going to be something that I don't think exists or anyone has seen before. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Scott. And 
thank you for being such a great podcast host and uh, running the show. And uh, obviously in Bold Circle, you also play a key role and run lots of those kind of sessions. So, you know, looking forward to it. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.